this video and this podcast episode is going to be on five things no one tells you about building a successful online business. And the reason why I thought it would be a good idea for a topic for the video today um, is because I think it's time you guys all kind of think about maybe building an online business because you can see right now that if you had an online business, you probably wouldn't be suffering. And that's been something that I, um, I've i always enjoyed about having something that was online. And I've been building a business online um, in one way or another for a long time. So these are, these are things that I want to share with you that are like five things that I wish I knew and you only really find out by doing them wrong. <laughs> and then once you do them wrong, um, then all of a sudden you do them right. You know what I mean? You learn. You learn as you go along. So I think you'll find it really interesting, and I can give you some really good examples of how these specific things have really helped me and just changed the game for me along the way. So the first one, let's get into it, shall we? And by the way, those of you who are not following me on YouTube, this is part of a YouTube series, so there's actually more episodes of this. It's the Girl Boss series, but like, it's about building businesses and about like finding something you love and you're passion, passionate about. If it's in the arts, if it's in music, if it's in wherever, whatever it is, it is great about this series. And this is on my YouTube channel at uh, Jacqueline Jack's video on YouTube. So I share videos from time to time on the channel and I'm going to be doing a lot more with it now. So I would love it if you guys would subscribe. But here is the first one. Okay, are we ready for the first one? So the first one is the, I think, the most, the single most important thing in this entire thing you're doing. If you want to build an online business, you have to first think about the brand. And the reason why is because I was, I was talking, let me give you a, 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 not a hypothetical, a real live story. I was talking to someone the other day and they said, uh, what posts do you do better on? And I did launch a, a, a thing to my newsletter today on Music Marketing Insider. I launched a, a little post to you guys about the 14 best ways to post to build more engagement. So I'll probably do a video on that if you guys want it, but there's a post over there at musicmarketinginsider.com. You can sign up for the newsletter and then you can get it. But anyway, we were talking about uh, brand and they were saying, what kind of posts do you do you most do well with uh, that are most engaging? And of everything that I post, if I post something that is too businessy and not personal, then it does not do as well as if I put my picture on it. And this is the reason why. Because I've spent 10 years building a brand that is recognized by my person, by my face. And as a result, what happens is, and this is especially easier on social media because people like to do business with people. The face now gets recognized through different algorithms. So in other words, wherever I post it, I notice that like if I go and do a post like on a magazine or on somebody else's thing, the post does well and pulls in the people who recognize my face. Does that make sense? And then the new people that find out about me now 
recognize my face so then when they go over to the other social media pages or they go on my website or they're looking for a product and they see my face now it's it becomes synonymous with the message that I've built in the business so this is something that is the importance of brand so whatever image from day one that you tie your brand to and I highly recommend that you become the face behind your brand because people just love to do business with people. And even if you're making a product or you want future products to come out, it really is important that you have a face for your brand. I happen to think it's easier and it's a lot more personable and it's a lot more trustworthy early on, you know? Um, the image, the brand and the business just are synonymous. They all go together. They really do. And I wanted to say hi to you guys. Hi, I see you in Instagram and I see you on Facebook. How you doing? I just want to say hello. Um, now, whatever you want the message to be about your business, like when people see my face, what do they think, right? They think trustworthy, determined, supportive, right? Like, cause that's the things that I get the most messages about. I always hear that back from people and you will see that that becomes your brand. That becomes what you have managed to do. Now, if you don't get those, if you don't get those messages back, right from people and they start calling you something else and you know, you've gone off brand, you're not doing it right. Because if what you're thinking you are and what they're telling you you are, are two different things, then you have to reshape and you have to keep working at it until that becomes it. Now, the thing is, is that I've noticed that uh, this is something that keeps building in layers. And the longer and more you put into building your brand, right, how you strengthen it, how you become synonymous with those things, the stronger the root system is and the least likely you are to one, move away from it and to to not be able to really drive that that purpose home, you know, and that credibility home. Also, you want to protect it. You want to protect the credibility by not doing dumb things. So like there are there's a level of risk that you're going to take every single day in your business and, and to move forward. But there's always going to be this area in your business and then in my mind that I'm like, no, that is off brand. That's not me. I don't agree with it. And people will step in and try and get you to do things. They will step in and try and get you to like stray. Right. And thank you so much. I appreciate you guys so much. I see you're looking good today. Yay. Thank you. Awesome. I love you. <laughs> love you so much. You like the work in the background. This is my art, by the way, you guys, I see that. And I hung up a couple more of them for you. I'm, I'm, I'm getting there. I'm getting there. I'm putting them all up on the wall so that I have a nice background behind me for these videos. But, And I appreciate it. You can see the art at JacquelineJacks.com. That's where I put all my artwork. Uh, and, and right now, actually, this is a really good video because this is a great example. I'm in the music business, and I'm a radio show host, full-time music journalist. I work in music marketing. That's, that's my business. But yet, I have a side business as an artist, and I've just recently shipped out a lot of really large art pieces to galleries all around the world. So you can see this is a little bit at a time. I'm actually building a business out of a hobby that I like. So that's why I think these videos are really good timing, you know, for both coronavirus people and people affected by it, but also because I'm, I'm in the process of building a second brand. Now, they work together because... 
the whole, uh, the talent, credibility, the skills, the, the evolving, you know, the, and this is going to be some of the other steps that I'm going to tell you, they all kind of melt in together. And I've been able to diversify between the music and the art and still manage both and still stay credible in both. The reason why is because of the second and third and fourth and fifth on this list that I'm going to tell you. And I'm going to tell you them right now because this is classic. I've got great examples. All right. So your brand equals your business. All right. So think about that. Think about the face of the brand, what it means, and how every single thing you do and every action you take personally and as a business from this point on is going to feed into whether that becomes successful or not. And if you're missing anything or you mess up, you can always say, I'm sorry, but you want to try and make sure that all your moves have to do with that image in mind that you want to be known for. What is it that you want to be known for? The second thing is uh, the purpose. Now, I wish that in everything I would have ever done, I had established the purpose early on. And in the beginning, when I was first building a business online, I remember I had a purpose, but it wasn't the purpose it should have been. I had the purpose of, oh, we have great products. Let's go make sales online. Let's, let's allow the people, the purpose was, let's allow the people who shop in the stores to go and buy online. <laughs> and that was the wrong purpose to have because we led with something that minimized the amount of sales we were going to make and the, the way we could expand. And we didn't really have a vision or a strategy to be able to introduce that to new people because we just said, we're just going to take our, our customers that come in the store. They live probably like all over the world. So we're going to go ahead and we're going to give them an online option. It didn't actually, that wasn't good enough to actually launch a business online. So I remember thinking to myself over time and how I do these things, you have to define a purpose early on. So what I've done with my art is the purpose of my art, it's my hobby, right? But the reason why it's becoming a business and it offers a, a structure is because the purpose that I'm defining, defining by it is the colors, it's the purpose of bringing light and, and something special into people's lives. It inspires me. You know, like my purpose was I wanted a wall that had lots of color and energy. It didn't just have stock photos or art that I could buy at a store was boring to me. It was very like, you know how it's just so muted and it's just kind of like, I don't know, respectfully... It wasn't brilliant enough. It didn't speak to me. I couldn't find things that spoke to me. Unless I personally went out and found different artists at art galleries and purchased their pieces, but then it was hard to find them in certain color schemes. You know what I mean? To fit. So I wanted, my purpose was to make art that I really wanted on my own walls. So early on, the define purpose and the reason why this is already taking off with people and you're ordering prints and you're wanting it is because... It fills a need that I had for art. And so in filling that need that I had, that becomes the purpose that everybody else can understand. It makes sense, right? And whether it becomes a successful business or not is not the entire purpose of me offering it to you in prints. The entire purpose of this is just to fill my wall with things I enjoy and that speak to me and inspire me. And as a result, it's becoming a business. So some of you will be able to turn your craft, in other words, into a business. 
some of you will be a little more purposeful with it. You'll be like, oh, I have a product and I want a business that does this. But you have no proof of concept and you have really no definition as to why you want to do this for the rest of your life. And that's, that's another thing that's going to be a little trick, right? A little trick. Because you can see how I led with brand is the number one. The second one is defining that purpose, you know? Now we're in proof of concept. Um, and by the way, in defining the purpose, you have to be focused. So you can't diversify too quick. In order to do number three, which is the proof of concept, you're going to have to be really focused. Now, when I started doing the artwork, I started just messing around with things, colors, um, uh, concepts, and, and you know, using different supplies that I really, really loved, right? Your program about art and music, good too. Thank you so much. Oh, you're so sweet. Um, so yeah, when I started, the proof of concept was there for me in my mind. It was, my proof of concept was, I need art to fill my walls. And this is just carrying on this example. I need specific things that speak to me. I wanted to do stuff like this one that is Mick Jagger, right? I wanted to do... Um, different actors in different ways you know we've got Lady Gaga we've got uh, Blondie I have Elvis behind me I have you know different ones if you looked that way there's more <laughs> and there's uh the doors right who doesn't love him he's awesome so like I just used subjects that I wanted on my wall the proof of concept though came when I started sharing it on social media and I thought well this is something I really want for myself. So I would spend money on it. I would order a print to get it larger. Like once I, I do it one size, maybe I want something to fill this wall. And this wall is like a 20 by 30 would fit there. So then it started being like, okay, where can I go and source a 20 by 30 print of my work? And what do I want it to look like? So then we ended up going into a metallic printed version, a really, really expensive, high gloss, metallic, photographic printed version of these that made them glisten and glimmer and just be stunningly beautiful in 20 by 30s that I would frame and I would hang on the wall. So now my proof of concept ended up being, am I willing to spend money on this? Is anybody else willing to spend money on this? Is this something that it's not only a hobby for me, but could it be a business? And are people asking for it? Now, the test was the proof in here. The test was, let's put it on social media and talk about it and share what I'm doing with my side thing, my side thing. It wasn't officially a side hustle because nothing was for sale. It was just me sharing these, these artwork. And you guys were just responding to them. You loved them. You were really, really excited. Thank you so much. You love the information. Yes, thank you so much. I'm so glad. Um, so you were responding to them and it was through social media that you were responding to them. And this is an important piece that we didn't always have years ago. We now have social media. So as you're making things, as you're creating things, you can introduce things to people and start to get proof of concept, proof of will somebody want this? Does somebody like it? Do, do they like what they're hearing? Do they want to join my email list to find out more? So I started collecting emails from people who really liked the art and were like, Jax, where can I buy this art? Are you going to sell prints at some point? You know, where can I find out about how to buy it? 
And I was like, okay, this is good. This is a very good thing. This is part of the proof of concept. Maybe I will turn this into a business. And then something else amazingly happened. Then I had art galleries start to reach out to me about the art because I was putting it on social media. I was using hashtags. I was using just my regular routine of how I share my story along the way. My brand was attracting my fan base to it. You guys were liking it. You were supporting the posts. And so therefore the posts were getting exposure to more people despite the algorithm changes. You see how that works. So like now... My base, so my brand, was supporting everything else I decided to do from that point on. And this is the importance of brand, because no matter what you do in the future, it all comes back to if people know, like, and trust you, and how do they feel about your brand and you as an individual. So the value of all these people promoting themselves on social media and building a brand isn't in what they're selling right now. It's in how people depend or receive your information, how people respond to your posts, what people think about you, what's your story, how much do they know about you, how much they love about you. All of that has to do with your brand. See? So like if I would have known that in the beginning, right, then I would have had an easier time starting to build a business from scratch. Now, I always had a good name. I always did good things by my customers. I always did things um, the right way. But it wasn't until social media and, and me really having to figure out what kind of post to put out there and what kind of things I actually wanted to be known for and what you guys responded to that helped me establish the brand. And so now I'm telling you right now that you can work forward instead of the way I had to work, which was backwards. I had to figure it out. I had to put a lot of stuff out there and just experiment until I found out what really spoke to people and how to talk to people on social media. That was the the um, the roots that got established from my in my branding. It gave me direction. It gave me presence, and it gave me this like this clear, definitive concept of what works and what it was that you guys specifically wanted to see from me. Okay, so stick with me here. We're getting somewhere. Your conversation about your work too good. Aw, thank you. Like a political leader. Aw, you're so sweet. Thank you. I'm so glad I'm explaining it right because I, I really took a lot of time this morning trying to figure out these five uh, points that I felt were like things that I wish I would have known in the beginning and that have helped me and that I automatically do now from this point on and I don't realize I automatically do them. I just do. And that's why a lot of things become successful. It's this, it's this mindset, right? All right, so now we're still at proof of concept. So number three, proof of concept. Will people buy this? How much will they pay for it? Will there be a need for it? Is the customer that I have access to, do they need this item? Is this something that, is it, is it going to be a good fit? Or do I have to go out there and find a customer base, maybe based on a similar product? Do I have to go and do some research? And so proof of concept, there's research. There's all kinds of questions to find out there's perfecting the product, you know, like you don't just make art that that's viable, right? Like <laughs> it's sellable that people actually want to get it. It's a process of like defining yourself. You're not just going to come out of the box having everything perfect. I actually did a lot in art school to come to this moment in time. So when I was in college, I was in art school. So I developed my skills. I didn't just come upon them in the last couple of weeks. 
You know, they were like something that I had and um, that I build, I built on and I figured out how to do it and how to produce them digitally on top of like when you get a piece of artwork, all those little things, right? How to move forward with it. All those little things matter. So in any case, this all goes into proof of concept, developing your skills, taking your time to develop the project and make sure that when you do release it, it's something that you actually know who your customer is. You actually know that there's a there's somebody who wants it, you know, and then how are you going to distribute it? How are you going to get a perfect product to them? Is this going to be an online uh, business that just uh, it's a digital download? You know what I mean? Is there going to be a physical product? And if so, how are you going to manufacture it? Are you going to need to do it in bulk? to get it out at a certain price, what is the competitive price? All these things, all proof of concept. The whole thing needs to be done before you actually launch or before you even think about this being your number one thing. So you can see where hobbies can easily become businesses because you have this time for developing. And when you get to a point where people start saying, hey, I want to support this. You know, maybe you should do crowdfund or I want to join your mailing list or I want to know more about your videos and I want to see more about this. Then all of a sudden it can be something that can turn into a business. And this is what you should always look out for. Now, finally, uh, the last two down to the last two. So as to just to rehash a little bit, we've got the brand is your business. Second one is you define your purpose early on and you stay focused. Don't scatter. Stay focused on it. Learn everything you can about that, about your competition, about what other people are doing, and you study up and you develop those skills and then you prove that concept. Your proof of concept is, is it good enough for people to want it? It Does it fill a need? And is that audience that is currently following me, does that fit or do I have to go find another audience and start looking into how to find another audience for it? So the next thing is do as much yourself as you can. Don't take a bunch of money and sink it into something, thinking it's going to make it successful. It never works. In fact, I have very, very often started everything with the least amount of money that I could possibly put into it. Literally $500, try to figure out how to build your own website, do all the research yourself, Maybe invest in a mentor. That is a good thing. Now, with the exception of the music business, because the music business is a little different. The music business has gatekeepers. And the thing with the gatekeepers is that you need, in order for you to get exposure and for it not to take forever of you doing it yourself, because there's so many musicians out there, musicians have to pay for people to help them. They have to have a team. You have to have the right journalists. You have to have the right radio. You have to have airplay. You have to have music blogs talking about you. You have to have so much of this credibility building um, because otherwise there's not enough time for a musician to develop their products often enough and then also go out there and try and raise a social media platform. You really have to be a very strong social media person in order to do that yourself. Now, for artists that I know, it's a little easier because when you draw, 
the process of drawing and making naturally to an artist. I don't know. They, they seem to live stream a lot easier, right? Where musicians don't really want to get on live streams and sing. And I can never understand that. Maybe it's you don't like the audio. You don't feel like it's it's got enough presence. It's a little flat, you know, or whatever. But I don't see as many artists live streaming to build their fan base or putting enough time and energy into their social media fan base. So therefore, you have to put money into it and get the gatekeepers to do it for you, right? Where artists, physical products, all that, the only thing you should be paying for is media advertising after you've proved your concept or a website that handles e-commerce if you can't build it yourself. But I still recommend you go on YouTube and you do the research. I still recommend you go and you figure it out like, what platform is better? Is Squarespace going to work for me? Is that a really good platform? It's actually pretty easy. I know how to build websites on Squarespace. It's something that it's not that hard because then you're not having to put a lot of money into maintaining it. But when you do make money and you want to take that off your plate, you can hand it off, right? You can hire. So there's a difference between hiring all these people to come into your life and before you have a proof of concept and build all this stuff out and invest all this money, this is where business loans come in. They don't get repaid. You fail because you think that more money is actually going to move it faster, but it's not going to make you skilled. It's not going to make you the most knowledgeable about this. A lot of this stuff has to, you have to take your time. You have to crawl along a little bit and make sure you have everything in that proof in the pudding concept, right? just like the art. So do as much yourself. So what I built JacquelineJacks.com. I've always built it myself. I really like it. At some point I do hire somebody to like, maybe if I'm going to, if I'm going to start launching a lot of products on there, I'll get somebody that I can send the, the photographs to and they can put the product up for me and they can maybe do some updates, but I just enjoy building that space out myself. Right? So like you're seeing me, right? I see you guys saying, I am seeing you saying that uh, that you're understanding what I'm saying. Now, here's a question. Money, sometimes important, but sometimes not important. So agree with you. Because if I would have had or agreed to invest a ton of money in my business in the beginning, I would have made all these mistakes and I would have tried to launch too early before I did the proof of concept, the testing, before I could sit back and let the business come to me. So like there's a there's a special push and pull, I think if you want to do something like this, where you have to just develop it and have a passion for it. Like I have a high passion for this art. I would do this no matter what. I don't care if it becomes a business. It's just something I like to do and I enjoy and I love having it around me. So I would keep doing it. The fact that it, be, it proved its own concept by people ordering it and wanting it and galleries wanting to buy it, that was wonderful. Now, when you get to this point where you've done as much yourself as you can and then you start thinking about hiring an assistant, hiring for distribution, maybe outsourcing your distribution, your manufacturing, all that stuff. It all has to be learned by you at first. 
Trust me, don't put it in the hands of anyone else. You need to have the knowledge, you need to know the steps before you can hire for it. That's like the best rule. Just understand it. You don't have to be perfect at it. Trust me, there's so much I hire for because I know I'm not fast at this job, but somebody else will be. But I know what the job is and I know what the job takes, so therefore I know how much they should be earning for it and I know how much you know, I should appreciate that person for doing it. And it really does help you be a better and more successful business owner. Because if you know that a job takes time, you're never going to be abusive. You're going to appreciate your help. You're going to pay them right. And you're going to make sure everything is in place. Like I have enough. I'm generating enough. I'm not taking so much from my business where, or I'm not charging too little where I can't hire the right people. You know what I mean? If you prove your... If you prove your confidence, you're better all the time. Yes, you are. So, so true. And thank you so much for that. Amazing art. Thank you. Yay. That's what I'm talking about. I'm talking about building a, an online business. And uh, you can see my art at JacquelineJax.com. So thank you so much. Okay. We're on to the next one. So rehash. I think you guys know this by heart by now, right? Because I've spent 30 minutes with you here talking about it. Branding is your business. Define your purpose early on. Establish that proof of concept. Spend a lot of time on the proof of concept. Make it something you would buy, you would put your money on, you would wear, you would whatever it is. If you would spend money on it and, and want it in your home or if you would spend money on it and, and uh, want it as an education for yourself and you've built something that you're that proud of, then it's kind of proof of concept. You can start testing it among people and see what people would pay for it through test models, through asking people, you know, literally, what are you looking for? You know, like somebody will say, Jacqueline, where do I get these prints? And I'm like, okay, what are you looking for? You know, what's the size? What's the space? I want to make sure you're really happy with it. What speaks to you? Um, You know, what it does it, does it fit? Do we have to do three to go, you know, in a certain area? Do we have to do one? Does it have to be landscape, um, you know, landscape style, or can it be a vertical style and how tall? All of that, right? So this is all information I take in. So I realize that, wow, I might not be filling the needs of the people who really want to buy my stuff. And what price range do they want to spend? Do they want to spend $850 on a metallic print like I do because I want it for my house? Or do they just want something for like $150 that is beautiful, really well done, and it's a piece of artwork for their home, but it's not such a big investment, right? So like, then you, you this is all part of proof of concept. So define as much yourself is that number four. And the last one, the last one, this is, oh, this is probably, it should be as important as building your brand. The last one is the customer The customer is always the priority. If you decide to take money for anything, if you decide to build a business, please make sure that you are catering to your customer. Don't take money from people. Even after you've done the job, reach back out and find out if they are okay. Find out if they like everything, if they're happy. How are they doing? I mean, like, spend some time. Don't just bump and move on. It's the worst thing. I have such a high rate of return in all of my businesses because I genuinely like people and I care about them and I want to know them. And social media has given me that access. It's given me that ability to get to know all of you. It's given me the ability to not only work for you, 
in marketing and in branding and, and in the music business, but it's also, and, and for my buyers of art, but it's also given me an opportunity to find out who you are. I can look on your social media pages and see who you are, see what you're up to, see what's going on, you know, and, and I've really enjoyed that. So like, if you have a business or you're thinking of having a business and you don't like people or you don't like the kind of customers that your business attracts, then do not go into business because you will fail if you don't prioritize your customers. If a customer doesn't like something, it's up to you to make it right. If, if they have spent money, I don't care how much money they've spent with you, they could spend $10 with you. It's up to you to make it right. It is. That is your brand. So that goes all the way back to number one. And if you noticed, all of my five steps all feed into brand. That's why I started with it. Everything I described to you here is whether your brand is going to have roots that are deep and long enough to be able to withstand any little thing like coronavirus. Will people still spend money with you when money is tight? Will people still... Will your, your products fill a need? Will your brand speak to them still through anything, through thick and thin? How can you serve people? Like in my music business where I'm marketing artists right now, there are a lot of artists that I am working things through with that can't necessarily afford things right now. I'm, I am doing so much creative financing with artists right now, and I'm giving so much more than they order just because I want them to, to feel connected. I don't want them to lose the connection. So like, for in other words, this is something I've done. I have prioritized um, all of my clients in marketing, all of my marketing clients. If they are currently spending money on marketing with me, I am giving them double what they asked for, what they originally asked for. I'm giving them double and I'm checking in with them more often and I'm making sure they're okay, both emotionally and physically. I'm making videos. I'm finding new ways and going out of my way right now to come up with new exciting streams for them to hear their, their, and see their face. You know what I mean? I'm, I'm doing, I'm going above and beyond. And the reason why is because it's a really tough time right now. And I don't feel that this is the time when, um, when as a business owner, it's, I don't feel that it's, I don't feel that it's a good idea for me to just be focused on when things start and when things finish and when things finish, that's it. And I've never really been like that, to tell you the truth. I've always stayed in touch with everybody because I genuinely like the people that I work with. But I host a radio show on AVA Live Radio. And through that, I have been able to develop uh, music journalism and this way of marketing these artists, not just tossing them up on radio, but we actually build banners for them and we build concepts around them. And we, we do like so many really amazing things like great articles and storylines and, and like, you know, we help them launch, right? So my company is the marketing company behind what you see from these artists. Um, not just a radio show, but it's actual marketing. And it's been so much fun and so great. And I get to work with so many amazing like labels and management teams. And I work with festivals and I work with, um, 
just a lot of people, even YouTubers. You know what I mean? I've, I found my way to uh, technology apps I've, I've worked with. I've worked with a lot of music companies like, you know, this microphone here um, from Shure. This actually was supplied by them when we did a, a whole marketing concept together on Shure microphones. I came multimedia. I've worked with them for years. I mean, they, 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 we did a big giveaway on their iLoud speaker when it first came out. Um, again, the microphones that you guys are listening to me on these videos right now, they are this MV product, this microphone from Shure. This is another product that I marketed and, um, and then a project that I worked on. Apogee is another microphone. Um, Sony, I've worked for so many different clients in the music business and the industry and lots and lots of artists. And, um, and I've never, ever lost touch. Everything I've ever done has been this ongoing thing. And even when the promotion was officially over, I never stopped talking about them. I mean, like right now, they're not paying me to reintroduce these products to you, to tell you about them. And it doesn't matter because that's my relationship with myself, my brand, and that's and I'm honest. I never represent anything that I don't use myself. So you can see they're all still sitting here, and I use them like crazy. Like on the live streams, when you hear the music um, going into the audio, you're hearing it through an iLoud speaker. It's being picked up by the by the iPads, but the iPads are being powered by these little things, which are great for musicians, which is this. Um, this MV uh, microphone that I recommend all the time. I mean, we did this promotion a long time ago, you know, but I'm still recommending them because I love the products. Same thing with uh, Derwent, who just sent me this amazing um, Inktense pencil kit in this gorgeous box. They went out of their way to send me this uh during coronavirus, when they're not even in the office working, that means somebody took their time to go and find one of these and send it to me or arrange for it to come all the way to Canada so that I could use it in my art projects and talk about it. So this is this is just the way I roll. I don't ever leave anyone that I'm involved with behind. And that goes back to brand. So to sum this all up, remember, the brand is the most important thing. That's what you're building. No matter what you do, even if you turn it into a business or you don't, figure out today what it is you want to stand for and figure out what speaks to you the most, you know, what it is that you want to be known for. What is it that you want people? And please don't say famous because it's just not right. What attitude, character do you want to, to for people to know about you before you walk into a room, when they just see your face? What do you want them thinking? What is it that is going to establish roots that you can establish? And that's a big deal. There's something that you're into. There's something that you care about deeply that will really matter. Define your purpose early. Develop the proof of concept and spend a lot of time on that. Let it come to you. Don't force it. When things are good and you're doing things great and you're pursuing better images, pursuing better concepts, pursuing better content, that will come. You know, you don't have to force sales. They will come. I never, ever asked anybody to buy my art. Literally, everybody has come to me so far, including the art galleries. And that just showed me that, okay, if I build a website and then I do market to galleries, I know what they're thinking. I know what they're looking for. And it's your designers. I now know what they're looking for because this is what I was searching for for my own rooms. 
So some of these would be great to decorate rooms around, you know, or to have in studios and stuff. So you can see how that rolls together. Finally, don't forget, guys, the customer is the most important thing. So that's my 40-minute rant on five things no one tells you about building a successful business. I hope you guys really enjoyed it. Please don't forget to join my YouTube channel because I will be doing more of these as we go along here and answering questions for you about building your own business. And until then, I will see you back here on the live stream as we update the new release radar and play some tunes for you guys coming up on AVA Live Radio. That will be next. All right. Have a great one. I will see you again soon. Bye, you guys. Love you dearly.